Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to this Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here talking with Jamie Heaslip, the ex-Ireland rugby captain and player. How's it going, Jamie? Very good, very good. So tell us a bit about, uh, I know that you're a tech veteran in companies such as Flender, Pointy, Kitman Labs and Verbum Gold. How did that come about and how do you get back to them? Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, when you say them like that, they're all very different um, in terms of the, the sectors that they're in, I suppose. But at the core of them is a very common theme for a lot of things. Like, I, I invest in, 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 I have invested in teams, yeah. in good teams. And that's obviously off the, my background of being around really good people. Yeah. And there's a difference between being around really good people. Mm-hmm. About, about being around really good teams, yeah, and how you know you need good teams to accomplish really good things, yeah. You know what I mean, or create products or services or whatever it is, and they all have really really good teams. So that's obviously kind of one seeing who the people are, yeah, and the idea. I like things that ask the question of of why, and um, not I I don't like. Disruption or using those terms, I like I like things going. Well, why is it done that way? And and what's the thinking behind that? And what about if we just look over here and and use this kind of thinking to apply it over here? Yeah. And, and that kind of cross pollination of different um, skill sets. Let's say much like a team. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's kind of like you know, pointy is is asking the question of what can we do uh, in the e-commerce space to empower. You know the corner shop. Um, Kitman Labs is using AI to go. How can we make, use AI to, you know, reduce injuries, uh, individualize player programs, make teams' performance better? Um, Flender is asking the question. Like they're all things that I would have used as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Flender's asking the question of, okay, how do we make it easier for businesses? You know SMEs yeah. or businesses down the line, where as we grow this out, to get financing for different ideas, and how can we turn that around a lot quicker than you know big financial um, institutions, mm-hmm. um, which have their pros and their cons as well, and and but how you know just kind of asking why and looking at things from different angles, and then and then looking at the team yeah. after the idea catches your mind. Um, but that's the kind of common thread that goes through them all for me, you know. Same here, we're sitting in the bridge, um, 1859, and I'm kind of going, like, this is, you know, I always thought it was a really good idea, you know, to have, um, you could do a pub really well, run it really well, in the right spot, location is everything, and then the team that's around it with Noel, and, and we had Dave Ennis here, and um, he's gone on now to open up his own port, the West out in Westport, but, uh, you know, we have a really good team here, um, and, and you know, that, that's another kind of thing I'm looking at. Love and Media is another group. Yeah. You know, and they're all really good. You know, takes a while sometimes to get the right team, and that's the way you've probably seen it time and time again. Uh, companies, yeah. you know, that the team evolves as the company grows. Um, but they're all, in a way, they're kind of interests of mine, and they're all good teams. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I look into um, when an idea. Yeah. Catches my catches my eye. Yeah, and also with this bar here, the food here is very healthy as well. Um, yeah, we've got good and bad. We've got a balance. Yeah. Like, like anything, you know, I approach things from a, a three sixty perform, a three sixty kind of um, 
degree approach. You know what I mean? And, and uh, you know, it, you you can't go all in. You can't be. You need your vices. Yeah. As well as you know, have a good, well round, balanced kind of uh, attitude towards food and stuff like that. And, and and that's what we try to offer here. We try to offer good food that that caters for 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 everyone. Um, you know, and we're constantly trying to tweak it and evolve it because I think if you if you if you don't evolve, basically you get stale yeah. in anything. You know, and um, that's what we're we're constantly trying to change. We've got a great team in that kitchen. They do great things out of a very small kitchen in comparison to other establishments. And, um, you know, it's great. We've had a hectic couple of days here. There's been a lot of concerts uh, recently. Yeah. So they've had, a, they've had a busy few days and, and same in town and Lemon and Juke. But um, it's great. It's all about the teams, you know, and, and, and establishing really strong kind of values of what you want to be about. And, and, and what the focus is and, and going from there but I guess from your sports days when you were playing rugby you had to eat a certain way and eat healthily so that's come into it here with the food in a uh, way yeah yeah it, it has you know I, I, um, I still eat a lot at home and I still yeah. cook a lot and, and prep my own food a lot that's a habit um, you know uh, and, and but yeah we, we you know we, we eat here a good bit um, I had lunch here earlier so I had a nice uh, Caesar salad not too much dressing for me yeah. um, but yeah, you get you. It, it does inform you. Well, like like anything, I think you, you've got to have. You know, if you want to be a top performer, if you want really high performing teams, is what we look at. Yeah. This is you've got to have. You've got to have a really well balanced. You know, you got to you got to be mentally fit in terms of you've got to constantly visit what we call the mind gym. Yeah. You know, you got to be physically fit. You've got to be emotionally fit. Um, you know, and 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 they all have. You know, you you've got to do. You got to have a healthy lifestyle. You got to have a good diet. You got to have recover well. You know, you have got a good relationships. You got and you got to have balance because once you go all in on one thing, I don't think you get any sort of longevity there. You'll burn yourself out. Yeah, I've seen guys basically who who put all focus into one thing on and then they burned out because they didn't realize you got to take care of your health as well. You do. You do. Your health is your wealth. Yeah. Um, And I know that no more so than, than than others when you know been told by a surgeon that you have to finish up is um, puts things in perspective yeah. for you you know but um, yeah and you know some guys can do it some guys can just focus on one thing and just go hard at it um, yeah. but for me anyway to get long term longevity I, I suppose balance is key for me you got seen recently in a business post and it was the guy I think called it Chicka Startup and the guy who wrote with that was a guy who had a great idea and uh, he ended up basically couldn't cope and, and turned to drink to, to handle what he was doing and that ended up wrecked his life because when he was drinking, he couldn't couldn't uh, cope or didn't know how to handle himself. Oh, okay. okay. So yet he had to end up this. In the end, he got, the company got bought out, and he was long, and yet he was told he was fired. Wow. And all, all because, well, the guy, the, no, no, I know who he is, but he can't say he was in the article. No, but his okay. father was a well known businessman in, in, in Ireland. Right. And this guy had a great idea, and uh, he did it, and he sold it on. But he moved to America, and then he got to the stage where he would go out drinking all the to uh, get over, get new ideas, have a few drinks, and it it builds up yeah. to more and more. And in the end, the more he drank, his bosses saw that he couldn't handle himself, couldn't do anything because he was focused on one thing. I want to do well, okay. and how do I cope doing well? His coping crutch was basically alcohol. All oh, right. Okay. Well, you know, there's guys who do different things. Yeah. I mean. yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if, but. Um it's I'm all about I'm all about balance. Yeah, you know? well, for him, he, his balance was that, and I've seen other guys who I know who who basically know when to work, rest, and play. 
Yeah, it's important. It's important to, it's important to work and it's important to play. But uh, you know, the, the third part of that is you got to rest as well. You yeah. know, we often say playing, you know, um, you got to recover as hard as you train um, to get that balance. And then you you got to have balance in your life. You got to have really strong support group around you. You got to have outside interests. I think um, just to keep your mind mentally yeah. fresh as well. And that's what worked for me. You know, I can't speak for everyone. But, um, you know, they're the skills you try and bring through into um, doing different things in the investment space or work with different teams or as I try and figure out what it is I do in my next, you know, career. Um, They're the things, they're those intangible skills that you try and bring through. Yeah, because I guess you said before, working with a team, and if if you've got a team behind you that you can trust... You know, you don't need so much hands-on. You can let them do most of the, most of the work oh, for you. Oh, rugby's a great sport yeah. because it's one of the last few sports where, you know, it's got a position for every shape. Yeah. Every shape and size and skill. So, like, I mean, there's different skill sets. You know, what a prop does, a full-back cannot do, but yeah. vice versa, you know? And that goes right across the team. However, you still need the overall average of the team to be able to defend and attack. Yeah. And so it, it really brings together a whole different people, different shapes, sizes, and skill sets under one common purpose. Yeah. And you do have to have that level of trust, and trust is huge. And you've got to have that trust in person, knowing that he's going to be able to do his job um, at a certain time, and know how to how to attack within a certain system or defend within a certain yeah. system, because. You know, you can't. It, 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 professional rugby, high-end, high elite performing athletes or elite performing individuals. You know, when you're at the tip of the spear, you do not have time to. You know, when you're in that attack mode, you know, you don't have that time to worry about what someone else is doing. And uh, you got to have the trust in your team. Yeah. And also, you got to give your team a bit of uh, anonymity. You can't. You know, you can't be on top of people the whole time. No. You, you know, you, you you can potentially stifle their creativity. Uh, and that's in everything. That's in a load of different things. Yeah, and also the team is not about you. You know. No, yeah, yeah. So I've seen guys who who've done stuff and then sitting there and focus. Might be we shouldn't be. Mm. You're the guy who's investing and helping them grow, but they can't grow if, if you're going to be on top of them all the time and not give them a chance to breathe. Yeah, you, you can't. You know, you got to back. That's a certain thing. I mean, while while playing the, the different companies I got involved with. They had to, like you know my involvement there was very much from an arm's length. Like I mean I was playing rugby. Rugby is 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 twenty four seven. It's all consuming. So you, you you couldn't be in these places. Yeah. You know what I mean. So they had to be. You had to have a level of trust. And that's why I invested in teams essentially. You yeah. know what I mean. Good teams, good people, and you got to let them kind of do their thing. And then you weigh in every so often. And you try and come from a strategic point of view, a top level, C suite level kind of. Um, uh, point of view on yeah. it and give them your thoughts and, but you know, you, you, you got to put a bit of trust in them yeah because I've seen in time past if, you put, if you've got a team around you that you know can do their job let them do it and now and again you get involved if you've got some queries or worries you get involved but normally they're the guys who do no, no more than you do let them do it that's their expertise yeah I mean there's like I'm not going to be the kicker on a team. Yeah. Johnny Sexton's the kicker he's the expert in that you know what I mean and I'm not like, it's, it's, it's the same thing like a prop He's an expertise in scrums. Yeah. You know, a uh, full back to an expert key. Like Rob Carney, one of the best in the business when going up and yeah. for a ball in the air, you know what I mean? And there's different skills, and they're the experts in that. You've got to have the trust in that. It's like being in a business, you know, you've got to have your trust in your in your CMO or your COO or your CFO yeah. or your CEO to kind of overlook the whole thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, and then that, that trickles down into middle management and the area they cover down to the executives, you know what I mean? It, it goes all the way down. Um, 
and you, you, you got to have that trust. And people, I think, you know, people needed a little bit of room to 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 uh, be creative in how they uh, accomplish their goals. Yeah, you can't have someone like, like Roy Keane sitting in Manchester United's rugby team when his expertise is in soccer, and that's it. You've got to have somebody who knows what he's talking about, knows the area very well. Yeah, yeah. And you've yeah. actually, in rugby and business, you've actually got that team behind you. Um. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 but me personally. Yeah. Um. Yeah, in rugby, I was very lucky to be part of some fantastic teams. Really, really lucky. And now, you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to carve that out now and, and take that into the business world and then figure out what it is I want to do in the business world afterwards. You know, I, I took a bit of time away to, to travel, um, a good bit, and. Uh, I'm now home and I've done with the travelling last couple of months and now I'm trying to figure out the next couple of steps and just enjoying life. You know, I guess with rugby, it's taught you basically about teamwork and that you can trust people, so you've got that built into you. Yeah, 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 and, and that, you know, hard work, is, you know, hard work and discipline go a long, yeah. long way, you know, and, and having that mental discipline to, to stick at things and, and uh, you know, bring those, te- you know, those personal skills that you, 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 you get from being in a change room with lads and being in, in battle essentially yeah. with them and going through different experiences and challenges and um, having to, 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 to face a match every week, win, lose or draw, deal with that outcome, then get on to the following week very quickly um, and then deal with all the different things that sport throws at you um, and the challenges that it brings. And uh, try and bring that out into the sporting world, uh, into the business world is is um, is interesting. And and uh, you know, I, I've so far I've I've learned a lot and been able to bring it through. And I hope to be able to do it even more now that I have a bit more time. Because I've seen basically rugby, basically when you run certain things like in in when you beat uh, Munster in uh, Crow Park, that was a that was a game changing since Munster that time where where the one of the big teams in Ireland and Europe and you get over that barrier of beating them and then since then you've won you've won basically six nation championships and anything else and that yeah, kind of stuff yeah yeah I mean um, that was a big year for Leinster um, you know by that stage we'd already won a six nations with Ireland yeah. uh, before that semi-final uh, Munster had won two Heineken Cups by that stage we'd won a Magnus League by that stage two Magnus Leagues yeah. by that stage actually um, you know but uh, yeah, it was a big turning point for for our club, I suppose. Uh, but like anything, like you, people forget that, that the professional rugby is very young. Yeah, um, it's just over twenty years professional, and that's very very young uh, for an industry to be professional. And so they're learning, you know, and they're catching up. And, and, and now I think there's a lot of good things that have been done by by. Um, uh, the IRFU and and the teams um, the RFU, the representing the RFU and the and the club teams yeah um, a lot more good work to do but you know they're in a great place now they they from that position now we're number two in the world uh, just come off the most successful season they've ever had yeah. um, you know they're in a good place but like anything if they 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 got to constantly build on top of that. You can't stay still. And sport is great. It doesn't let you stay still. I was at the match in Crow Park when you beat Munster and I thought Ireland's going somewhere and you got a great team and it's growing slowly, but it'll take time. As you are in business now, it takes time to grow. But Yeah, the real trick, I suppose, you know, getting uh, quick wins is yeah. easy. Getting long-term success is hard. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, that's a constant battle in business as well, you know, short-term view versus long-term view, you know, and depending on what type of business you are, you could be going by quarter by quarter, you know, and that could affect massively versus, 
you know other ones that have a bit of a longer term view um, it's tough it's a constant battle um, because of the different stakeholders in, yeah. in different businesses and teams and clubs and all that sort of thing so it's it's a hard thing but uh, you know it's it's uh, as long as you you can you're able to I think a lot of success you know from what I've seen I've seen successful teams where they have a really strong culture and value system and then that becomes their north star yeah you know what I mean and uh you know, I've I've been involved. I've been lucky to be involved with teams that have had that, and I've seen the success off the back of that. So I guess when you invest, you're investing in company startups who basically have a good team behind them. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I've seen in the past, if you've got basically your brand in the well, and people are invest, will want to hire you and use you uh, to fund the company, and at times people are just stupid because of who you are and nothing much else, and you got to be very careful who you're backing as well because uh, of that. Yeah, you do. Like anything, I mean, you got to try and all the find out as much as you can about the people that you're you're doing business with um, and sometimes it's hard to find out information on yeah. others but yeah it's 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 all about the team you know um, and, and try and invest in in, in in good teams and good teams evolve as well and, and the way it is you know some people outgrow it some people get better you know and there's a constant cycle yeah. so you, you got to be constantly managing that but like I said, I mean, really strong values and, and, and culture and, and, and kind of having a really good North Star can help negate that. Because then everyone's kind of pointing that direction yeah. and they know it and they're kind of almost indoctrined into it, you know what I mean? And, and so one goes and the other one steps up and they, they know the, like the, the trunk of their decision-making tree is, is well established. Yeah. Um, and that, that's not easy to create. Uh, and it's hard to to control well not control it's hard to to reinforce yeah. and sometimes even that's got to constantly evolve as well yeah, and also the companies you invested in they're all different different areas of tech which, yeah. is, which is interesting yeah yeah well like I said um, different ideas yeah. you know and all in spaces that I'm I'm interested in you know um, I'm interested in you know uh, the offerings that were there in terms of you know, near near the RDS in terms of of, of of pubs, we thought we could we could do we could add value to the yeah. area in that regard, and I think we have same in town. Uh, Kitman, you know, is is an interest of mine because it's in my background is in medical engineering, and that's you know that's using AI yeah. to, to all this data that's been collected. It, it it makes sense of it, and able to individualize programs for athletes and help with injury reduction and. Um, help with performance teams you know something that I was involved in and actually mm-hmm. got to use um, Flender as a, as, a, as a business owner of an SME trying to get funding for you to do different things is tough you know what I mean so that that is a way of getting an answer a whole lot quicker yeah effectively um, you know and pointy as well like you mean you're looking around and, and, and e-commerce is, is growing massively um, and this is a way of 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 trying to empower, yeah, um, the, you know the, the the shop in the corner in, in in trying to counteract that to a certain degree, and same at Love and Media. I just thought, you know, they're they're onto something here. They're onto a they're onto something that's that that, that bringing the offline online and online offline yeah. and, and capturing what the trends are in cities and in the country. And um, you know, we, we we are again that team is constantly evolving. You know, Nile Harbison is, has has stepped away now and, and we've got a, a, a new team there and a new CEO and Jamie Crawford and um, 
you know, we're trying to push ahead with that as well. To me, love media is something different because it, it's, I love it, it's like Marmite, love it, I hate it. Mm. But you always talk about it, which is good. Well, see, I mean, I think Love in Dublin wants to capture what what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Lovin wants to do that with the island. And, you know, people want to know where to go, what to see, what to do, what to eat, yeah. where to drink, you know, what's going on. Um, and that's what we're trying to capture um, in in a in a tone that's relatable to, to, to people. Because when I read some stuff on there, I think some stuff they do is great in that you get latest reviews at restaurants. Some stuff I'm sitting there going, I can't believe they said that, and they did. Like, when they, when they swear an article, I can't believe they said that. But in my view, people talk about that, and that, that more or less gets you more exposure as well, so it's good, it's good in a way as well. Yeah. Doesn't say, bad news isn't good. Good news is bad news. I don't know about that. Yeah. You know I mean? You'd have to talk to them about that, right, in terms of, of that sort of stuff. But, like, I mean... Uh, there, there, there's yeah. I, all I want, all we wanted to bring there is a different offering. Yeah, that's all. Whenever I go to look for somebody to eat in Dublin, I'm always going to live in Dublin to find out where's the best burger, where's the best pizza because they're going to have it on there anyway. Um. Well, yeah, they're going to try it anyway. Yeah. yeah. And at least when you're ready, you think, okay, they've actually. In fact, that they're they're doing very well on social media, and the, the word spreads pretty easy. A friend of mine last year at a restaurant, pizzeria, and I got them to so you got to go and view this, this pizzeria in Dublin, and I went and reviewed it. And since then, buckets have gone through the roof. What pizzeria is it? It's a uh, Boco. Boco. It's on Bolton Street. Bolton Street. No, I haven't been there. Yeah. I, I used to live over by Bolton Street. I used to live over in, in Smithfield Lofts there, just down, yeah. the, just down the road from Bolton Street. But I haven't been there now. Um, but I've heard there's a couple of places popping up there and on um, in Smithfield and in what's the area just past Smithfield? Stony Batter. Stony Batter. Yeah, this yeah. place used to be uh, Botkins. And then the owner of the place revamped it and bought in a stone baked pizza oh, okay, from yeah. Italy and bought it all in, and it's all kind of healthy. Well, it's great, you know, the, where Love and Dublin came about, like, like Dublin and Ireland has become this great yeah. melting pot of, you know, during the recession, my generation, a lot of people went away. A lot of people went away and went abroad. And, you know, they, 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 they went to America, and yeah. Australia, went to New Zealand, went to China, went all over the world, went to Europe, England, yeah. and they're bringing back this, these ideas. And also, you've all these, you know, a lot of FDI going on, a lot of multinationals coming in here, yeah. and, and, and there's, this, there's this, like, cauldron, a melting pot of, yeah. of ideas and people and culture and tastes and flavours, and, and there's so much energy going on that, you know, I, we want to try and capture that. Yeah. Um, and obviously, food is close to everyone's heart, right? Yeah. It, you know, everyone likes to eat. Yeah. And everyone, like, well, I think the best burger in town is could be different to you. Yeah. Um, you know, or well, this event is really cool, or this like for this event over yeah. here, or this area, you know, and it, and it just tries to capture all that, that 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 sense of energy that's 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 simmering in this in, I guess, in, in the country. Yeah, I guess when you have your top ten lists on living Dublin. More or less, they're number one. Back, you're number one, but it, your number one could be in that top ten list. Yeah, yeah. So it's great to see that. I've seen guys and I'm doing that. I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna get a burger now. Where would I go for a burger? Where do I, do I recommend? And they got a list of burgers. Yeah. And thinking, okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll try one of those. And it's good. Yeah, to yeah. You know, it's it's great. It's it's uh, it's exciting. Yeah. I'm trying to capture that excitement. Plus, capture the moment, and yeah. it's great to see that. I mean, I've seen guys come back from abroad. You said earlier, and decided. Dublin is, is missing basically a certain kind of food and they're bringing back like best and sweet food to Dublin that, yeah. that kind of stuff and then suddenly they're doing very well and, and the same thing's happening in business yeah so we're in Flender take for example we're in the peer-to-peer area now 
and that's a huge business, a huge market in the UK, in the US, but not really massive here yet, it hasn't really taken here yet. So we're like, okay, let's, they're doing something cool over there, why don't we put our twist on it here, yeah. you know? Um, you know, and that, so it's happening, what I mean is like, I'm giving you an example of how it's happening in business, yeah. as well as with tastes and flavours yeah. and events and different concerts and different offerings and I mean just look down the road the RDS now has become one of the a great place to go during the summer for a gig yeah you know who would have thought it you wouldn't have thought that a couple of years ago no um, I mean we've had we, we've had a busy week here in the bridge off the back of a weekend full of gigs in both the Aviva and the RDS yeah it's mad mad who would have thought it yeah that's because basically they're, they're getting the alias uh, band artists coming to come to the venues and from that you're, you're getting the uh, people well, I think people want to come yeah. to Ireland I mean Ireland is a great I love it I've travelled all over the world but I love Ireland yeah um, you know especially with this weather yeah but you know I love the city I love, I love Dublin but I love Ireland as well and I love you know I love the fact that I can drive 45 minutes I'm in Dublin mountains yeah you know what I mean I drive an hour and a half two hours I'm in the west of Ireland I'm yeah. down in Limerick I'm down in Cork you know, I drive a few more, another hour or two around the West Kerry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and to have all that greenery, but we have that urban, that urban energy as well as that that kind of lovely greenery that we have in the countryside, as well as the beauty of the of this island. Yeah. I mean, I think so many people are fascinated with that, and that's why so many people come into this country, and and why I'd say that's why so many concerts want to be here and some people want to stop off and they want to perform here yeah. they want to get that energy there's a lot of energy in this country right now yeah and also I guess when you go around locally you get to see the local produce and the local companies because a lot of startups are now based out of Dublin are based elsewhere in, in Ireland mm. like a lot of are moving out to some in Cork there's yeah. some in Limerick some in, in Galway and then you get them that and along with local produce people are seeing that Ireland's not just Dublin anymore no, Ireland, like Ireland's a small country, yeah. right? And it's well connected. It could be, you know, and hopefully it will be even better connected. Um, so you can get around it even easier, you know, using different means of transport. Um, but there's a lot of energy happening. And people are, uh, realize that, like, you know, it's very small. You can get around the island very easily. And they're setting up shops in different places for different reasons, and it's it's fantastic. And like things like Pointy help that you can go and source things locally from yeah. your local news agent or your local shop, or you know what I mean. You don't have to go online yeah. and you know buy it or blah blah blah. Um, and and it's it's just it's a, Ireland's just such an exciting place. Well, the thing with Pointy, it was at the launch three weeks ago, the new offices, mm. and what the part of the have I think is good because if you're if you're an independent bookstore. They're using business because people are buying online, but now with Pointy, people are not going to go back to them and use it and, and, and uh, be able to go there because they know the book's going to be in stock looking yeah. for. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, Mark Cummins there is, is a very smart man. He makes yeah. me feel very stupid every time I'm around him. And, um, you know, he has come up with a great product, great idea, has a great team, and they're constantly involved in that product. And I'm so pr- impressed that it's made in Ireland, which is, yeah. which is that's great, because normally when you get products, oh, it's made in China, but that's the make in Ireland, that's when he says, well, these guys are keeping it local, and I like that. Yeah, yeah, and you know they've, they've got a team there. They've got moving to new office in uh, on Amy Street, lovely office. Yeah. Um, hopefully doubling their workforce there, which is always a good news. Um, you know, we're always in the battle of getting good people down yeah. in the tech sector, as you know. Is, yeah. You, uh, um, but that's a good that's a good thing that we're yeah. becoming this hope now, and especially with everything that's going on. Um, 
you know, our, our, our little old island is, is doing great to, to have a lot of entrepreneurs like that. Yeah. Not be afraid to start up here, as well as a lot of big, uh, you know, foreign investment coming in. Yeah, I guess people like that, and maybe Paddy Cosgrave as well, they started off here and what he's done. He's brought, brought, probably brought, put on the map as well in the tech scene in a big he way. He did. I remember going to the first couple here, you yeah. know. Um, and it's a shame that uh, it went to Lisbon, and uh, I'd love to see it come back, but uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask Paddy about that. Yeah, well, now he's got a new one called MoneyConf, which has started, which, which came back here. Uh, yeah. And yeah. That, was, that was very good. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, was, I, I actually was meant to go down, yeah. um, and I just couldn't make it. Um, obviously, I wanted to go down with my Flender yeah. hat on. Um, and I heard really good things, a lot of exciting things. And, and, and Paddy's a smart man. He knows how to put those events on. He knows how to cater for the right yeah. people and, and the interest and what people really want to see and hear and do. Um, so fair play to him, you know. Was, he, I think the more about it, I'd love to see Web Summit come back. Yeah, I really would. I'd love to see it back in the RDS. Because it misses it. Because when it goes abroad, you miss the vibe you get in Dublin. Like at night time when you go night summit and you get where you network properly, you miss that vibe. Yeah, I haven't gone to Lisbon for it, so I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I, I can't speak about what it's like down there. Lisbon is a beautiful city. Yeah. Um, and Paddy really rates it down there uh, in terms of what he's done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'd love to, I'd love for it to come back here. I, I really would. Well, he was saying he's going to bring more events back to Dublin, but he didn't say which ones. <laughs> I think he mentioned MoneyConf is coming back here. We'll be back here again next year and maybe oh, a few other things. That's and uh, MoneyConf. It's not too big, just the right size. Yeah. Five thousand yeah. people at it. I suppose you know, and, and, and like Web Summit is huge. Yeah. Obviously. Um. But you know, you never know with Paddy. You never know. Yeah, and also, <laughs> I guess, what about your favorite techs? Uh, your favorite tech gadgets or apps that you like? Oh well, I mean, I'd, I'd be lost without my phone. I yeah. suppose uh, my phone and my iPad are, are, are. I've got an iPad Pro with a little uh, keyboard on it, so that's great. Yeah. For the, on the go I still write down stuff a lot yeah. so uh, Evernote is great for me Yeah. Um, and I, I use Scannable with that as well so yeah. I'll, I'll scan all my notes from the week and yeah. that all gets put on Evernote and then that's everywhere obviously yeah. for me that's really handy um, so that would probably be one of my most used apps I suppose Yeah. Um, I, all the social media apps are fantastic um, I consume most of my news now on my iPad you know the FT and, and the Irish Times and New York Times, yeah. all of my subscribe to them all and that and read them in the mornings. Um, so they're probably my most, the three areas that I yeah, use well, the for most. For me, I, I use the uh, Note, Notepad app on, on my uh, yeah. laptop because when I'm doing stuff on, on, on my MacBook, it links into my phone and also, also yeah, my, yeah, my... So Evernote does the same yeah. thing across all... Platforms. Yeah, so I've got that. So when I'm doing something like last night, when I was doing questions yesterday, I wrote them up. I then said, I'll, I have a save in Notepad, so when it come up, my Leo iPad as well on my phone. Yeah, yeah, so I've got it there. Dead handy, dead handy. But yeah, that connectivity of everything is, is fantastic, yeah. you know. And, and, you know, I was talking to people from Vodafone there this morning, and hopefully, you know, 5G is going to be coming in the not so distant future. And, you know, that will bring a whole other level of connectivity to us. Yeah, it was so there last great. year at the five, when it launched, early in the year, launched the 5G. I mm. did a test in Trinity College, and the speeds were unreal. I was thinking, wow. But it'll be well for said. But in two, three years, we'll have that in, in Ireland. I said it'll take time. But I said, well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. But it's great speeds. But I'm thinking, I'm impressed by that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's something that basically in Ireland, certain parts of the country, you can't get broadband at all. Yeah. Or yeah. it's very limited. I'm thinking this can can change that. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. Yeah. And it's exciting, really exciting. But um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and I guess I know you're also big interested in blockchain. What does that well, get yeah, you about that? I, well, no, I am and I aren't. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm fascinated yeah. by it. I'm always fascinated with new technology. I know very little about it, so I'm not going to claim anything on it, you know. Yeah. But, you know, I, I've gone into uh, Deloitte, into their blockchain lab, and chatted to people in there, yeah. and talked a little bit to people in Consensus here in Dublin about it. And uh, I know they had the conference there recently. Yeah. Um, I think it's go along to it, but it's just a fascinating technology. And like anything, I just like the things that ask. You know, they ask. Maybe we can do something a little bit differently over here. You know, and it's yeah. just fascinating. I know very little about it. But all I know is that in the future, when you do, when you share documents with blockchain, it makes sure documents that you share in kind of tamper with the change, so you know what you're getting is original documents. So if you're doing a legal document or anything else, or send across somebody, you know that when you get it, it hasn't been changed or modified at all. That kind of stuff is very cool. What I like yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, with legal documents and that sort of, I, I still like pen and paper. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you're right. Look, it, again, it's just, it's just, uh, it's bringing an alternative to the table. You know, and I'm, yeah. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, so because I've seen what it's done, and when it first started off with, I thought it was basically derivative of Bitcoin and everything else, but it's not. It's changed. Yeah, the te- whatever Bitcoin and that is different, you know. Yeah. The, the technology I like, yeah. the, the idea I like. Yeah. Um, but let's see what happens. Like anything, you know, the first through the door usually gets the bloody nose. So let's see how this thing kind of evolves. It's like basically when you see something new that's evolving, if Apple don't get involved right away, you then know it's it, wait and see how it goes. And then when Apple get involved, you know there's going to be. Well, that is a bit of yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Because actually, when Apple, when people started doing video calling, it was done for years. But Apple, when they bought it FaceTime, they actually made it easier to use. Everything they've done technology-wise, they made it simple to use. Well, it's, it's funny. They're they're a master of remixing everything. Yeah. Um, and even if you read about how the iPhone came about and how that evolved and and and, all, and the iPod came about, you know, yeah, they're all evolutions of something else. Um, they just know how to put it together and, and make it at that magic door. And I also remember years ago, Steve Jobs, when he first started before he developed the Mac, he saw basically how you can use graphic university, graphic UI to basically make things better for computers. And he got and then years later when he saw Wi-Fi, just I want that, I want that on my computer because that's going to be a game changer. Ah, oh, no, no wires or anything like yeah. that. I mean, that's that's a different level altogether. And uh, since he since he did that, he bought it. We need we need to have basically because when he did it, I remember the demo of that, and he put it through through a hoop. He goes, look, there's no wires, and before that, you're plugging things. That, that was a game changer. Ah, oh, huge. And now we're all, everything that Apple have done, everyone else is now using. We've ripped it of it. He's made it. made it kind of safer to use and easier to use. Yeah, true. Very true. Very I always true. ask, can your grandparents or parents use this? And if they, <laughs> if they can, then then you, you know it's passed the test. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's very true. And also, I know that basically you once spoke at uh, the first uh, startup week, which is which I think is 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 a great idea. How did that come about? Paul Hayes. Yeah. Paul. Paul uh, asked me to to speak at a, out in city city west there in the in the in the, in the Ryan Academy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was great crack. Uh, we had a great time. Paul, I've had, done a lot of events with Paul. It's great fun. Yeah. It brings a lot of energy. And he, again, he just wanted to come at it from a different angle. He wanted to talk about, like, all right, let's, everyone's very easy to talk about all their successes. Let's yeah. talk about the failures. Um, so it was, it was a great time. Yeah, it was interesting. And Paul's a great guy. He's been really good to me in the tech sector. Because I went to the last one he had in Dublin and it was held at Smock Alley Theatre. Oh, yeah. And he had it. And when it was, when it was doing, he said, after each, each one gives us their, their talk, we're going to have a 
shot of tea and whiskey and sing, <laughs> and sing the parting glass. Yeah. I just, I, I wanted to actually get them to burn up on stage their uh, their business plans, but I wouldn't let do that. <laughs> that was intentional. I, I think what Paul told you was, you failed once, you can do it again. Yeah. You do better. And uh, whereas normally in Ireland, if you fail once, that's it. But his view was, and ne- ne- next time you're going to fail better. Yeah. And yeah. I like that about him. He, Paul Hayes is somebody that I, I almost say, if you need somebody to help you with business and tech sector, He's the guy to oh, go he's to. He's a great guy, and he's helped me out a lot. Yeah, and I, I just think he's, he's, his sense of humour is great. When he's seen MC in events, ah, uh, he's got he's one of the best MCs around. Yeah, because last year he did one as an award, and that's his Dead Science Awards. Oh yeah. And one of the awards was won by the guards. Huh. And he was very quick to tell them about that, about about how did, how did, how were the figures rigged for that? Oh, stuff. He's, he's 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 a great guy. Yeah. He's really good. Uh, really good MC. Yeah, and also one more thing as well. Uh, what kind of books do you read in the moment, or would you recommend people should read? Oh, oh, what book am I reading now? Um, I can't remember the title of it. I think I took a picture of it on Instagram a while ago. It's uh, it's all about uh, kind of how connectivity. Impute. I can't remember the title of it. One of the best books I read tonight is Twelve Trust Rules. Yeah, great book. Um, really, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, Black Edge yeah. is another good one I read recently. Um, I'm constantly, I'm constantly reading. Reason to really, I'm listening to, I listen to audiobooks most mornings yeah. as I go for a walk as well. So I'm listening to Jordan Peterson's book, um, Twelve Rules of Life, right now. Um, I read a lot of kind of, I read a lot of autobiographies, and then I read a lot of futurism yeah. kind of books. Um, and uh, from different ideas, some on health, some on wellness, some on tech. Yeah. Um, you know, I really, really like the Everything Store. Yeah. The book by Jeff Bezos and Amazon. Yeah. It's a really good book, actually. That's probably one of my favorite ones I read in the last while. Uh, but they would be my kind of off top of my head recommendations yeah. right now. And I guess, lastly, before we go, just get back to uh, rugby. We've had, a, we've had a great year uh, in rugby in Ireland. Do you think we can do well next year and win the World Cup or get the final? Well, look, we're, we're, we're second now in, in the world, um, but, but, you know, rankings have very little to do when it comes to actual competition. Look, you know, it's eight, 16 months away. It's yeah. a long time away. They've had one of the most successful years they ever had. I think their squad is in unbelievable shape right now, and you need a really strong squad going yeah. to the World Cup. Uh, it'll be an interesting 12 months. Um, injuries play a massive role. Yeah. You just never know. Um, but we're in good shape, and I'd be really confident. I mean, if you talk to them on the team, they'll be saying, no, next game, and that's, and that's the focus they've got to have. You know, as a fan, I'm really optimistic. Yeah. I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them get out of their group. And once you're out of your group, it's knockout rugby, and it yeah. can happen. Um, but we're in, we're in really good shape. I guess I admire the fact that basically each, each player is taking it game by game. Which is yeah. which is the way to focus on it, rather than taking it. Oh, next year we're going to be number one. It is. Ah, look, you, you, you have to. Be. You can have that ambition, yeah. and you have that privately. But you know, uh, when it gets to nuts and bolts, it's it's you got you got to go week in week out. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's very much. Thanks so much for that great. interview. Great. And have a great afternoon. Enjoy the weather. Cheers. Thanks.